Welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. My name is Brandon. I think I'm Craig. Last I checked, you were. I look like him. You do look like him. We need to change our bitmojis because our hair have both changed a little bit. Yeah, so that's going to mess everybody's like uh, merchandise up, the sweatshirts. But you know what it is? That's that's kind of what uh, like MLB and you know right. NFL does, and you know um, the NBA. They change some things up, so you got to continue to buy it. You yeah, know? except so, for we don't make a profit off. We of We don't. The shirts. Maybe we should make a deal for that. I don't know, but um, we could. We'll but I got to tell upcharge. you something. As I was coming into church this morning. I just wanted to let you all know if you're living in in Central Ohio, welcome to the Great Lakes of Central Ohio. Right. Did you see some of the flooding? Mm-hmm. I mean, there was some places where I was coming in down on Whitestone, and it, it literally front yards are just—they literally look like lakes. It yeah. was crazy. How much rain did we get last night? I, don't I didn't know. hear a drop. I heard it, but I didn't. I didn't think we got that much. But I walked out at six this morning to take the dog out back, and it's like oh, I've got a pond in my backyard. Yeah, it was, it's pretty, it's pretty rough. Can you buy like rain boots for dogs? I'm sure you can. Actually, I actually think you can, but that's you know not gonna happen. Muck boots for dogs, right? (laughs) I'm not paying that much for my dog. Yeah, you need four of them, right? But they're smaller. This is true. They are smaller. So how, uh, you, you went out at what, three? No, it was six. Okay, six o'clock. Normally it's three, but he slept. I think he heard the rain. Oh, and he just, and he was like, "Mm, not happening. He's a smart dog. <laughs> well, yeah, because, I mean, I don't want anybody getting me up at three. Right. Let alone a dog. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty good. So how about the weather over the last, uh, like, like Saturday and Sunday? It was Saturday was absolutely gorgeous. It was. You know what? I think it's the first time that I have not complained about the weather in, I bet, six months. That's probably right. Now, we, we've established that <laughs> there's there's a problem. I don't know if it's a problem. There's definitely an issue. I think you and I have been hanging out a little too much because I've started complaining about the weather. Yeah, that's that's true. Well, here's the deal. I like to rub off. I like to rub off. Is that off. what it is? Yeah, I like to rub off. You're an influencer. I'm an influencer, and here's the thing about this is that um, today I have plenty of complaints about the weather. Like uh, you don't even want to get me going on this, but uh, thankfully the wind's not blowing as hard as I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, no, the wind's not bad, so that's Yesterday, good. though. The wind. It was crazy. It was crazy. But it actually died down toward mm-hmm. the evening, which mm-hmm. the evening got super nice. It and was. And you could tell it started cooling off a little bit. But um, yeah. yesterday was was really nice, too. I, I really had no complaints. It was nice. The wind, but. Question, though. Did you bring – did you hook up the Johnson or the Evinrude motor to for your boat this morning <laughs> to bring in? Yeah. I, I rode in. Yeah. <laughs> it was my rowboat. <laughs> oh, nice. I thought your arms were looking a little more muscular. <laughs> like, yes. Right? <laughs> Oh my, uh, so, uh, you know, we were talking about, um, the, uh, grounded merchandise. You know, we have the tank tops, the mm-hmm. t-shirts, the pullovers, the sweatshirts, the hoodies, whatever. Well, not many people rock the tank tops. I know one guy that does. I know one I got guy a picture of it. I got yeah. a picture. But Kept, he can rock the tank top. Really can, he can, yeah. Well, yeah. anybody can actually, well, if they want to. I mean, but he can rock it with style. He, he rocked it with style. He sent me a, a picture the other night. It's a shame we can't post these pictures on um when we when we put this up. Right. But, uh, he sent this picture of himself at the gym with his camouflage, uh, grounded shirt, t- tank top, and um he said somebody asked about it and so he promoted, told them about grounded and nice. So hopefully they'll listen. And there you go. Uh, he said it was Christian based, um, which is good. Right. You know we, we don't get too far off, but we sometimes yeah. we do get sometimes off. Sometimes we yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was really good. So Kevin, thanks for rocking the uh, right. merchandise, and and I see it around here every now and then. Yeah, there know, was so. a, um, Sarah McKee was wearing hers yesterday. She's got a oh, black long sleeve one. Okay, yep. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So what what's that going to do when we change our uh, change the uh, logo? I don't know. We you, we should try that this week, right? Try it out. I don't have time this week, but <laughs> we'll do it. What soon. are you doing? I mean, what else are you doing? I've got a sermon to finish. Really? What, yeah. Believe for, me, Randy Neal let me know. He's like, hey, yeah, I'm he let me a know. sermon from you. <laughs> Randy let me know. So he's like, hey, what's up with Brandon? <laughs> I mean, I I have more to do than just sit around and write sermons. Do you now? <laughs> right? Solitaire gets pretty rough, I know, in the afternoon. I play Yahtzee, actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so just in case you don't know, Brandon's uh, wrapping up the uh, series this coming Sunday, uh, standing um, – standing – Take a stand. Taking a stand. Taking a stand. There you yeah. go. Yeah, totally. I'm on to the next series now. Yep. Um, yeah, but- I'm, I'm going to be talking about not getting distracted, kind of wrapping things up. We're going to 
kind of talk a lot about, kind of hit on some of the main points that you, you've you hit on, and I'm going to kind of wrap it up or, or intro it, actually, as we wrap up the series on, like, three of the main themes that you've really hit on throughout the series. Okay. And then I'm going to... Which is, I'm interested, what are they? Well, you have to wait and okay, see. Okay, I'll, I'll wait and see. And then, um, then I'm going to kind of shift into that idea of, okay, so... As we are wrapping this up, what what's a big takeaway? And that is to not get distracted, and that is to stay the course, not to get distracted by everything else that's going right. on around us, but to continue to take our stand, to stand firm on mm-hmm. God's truth mm-hmm. and that foundation, and and not allow Satan to distract us with every with the circus that's going on oh, in yeah, the world. Because you got a lot of fodder going on right now that that's you can so much you, that you can get distracted. I mean, let's think about it. We have economical issues right now that are taking place, not just. In this country, but around this yep. world, I mean, I, I saw this morning in Los Angeles that gas was seven ninety five a gallon. Mm. Um, mm. I know it's almost four here. Um, you know, so when gas goes up, food prices go up. Um, what I, I usually buy the identically the same thing pretty mm-hmm. much when I go to the yep. store because we kind of eat the same way. And so, what was costing me forty to forty two dollars last year is now costing me no lie. I'm not exaggerating. $85. I don't doubt it. $85. It's $45 more. So, um, you know, I would like to complain about that, but once I start complaining about it, I go into another whole deep level of sin where I just start, my hate level starts to come about. No, I get you. I, so, not getting distracted yep. is a very good topic to close this out on because we can, we can, you focus on those things so much like the war and why we're in the war and why we're not drilling for oil and why because we've got more oil than anybody mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. why are we going to these rogue countries when trying to buy oil from these thugs and yep. you know it just doesn't make sense so get not getting distracted and keeping my eyes on what God says got like even yesterday I mean um well you know we'll get into it a little bit like Shadrach Meshach yeah. and Abednego I mean they didn't get distracted right I mean they were right on the money I love that about yep. them so um, I'm looking forward to hearing it. So, yeah, I'll be watching good. from my phone or something. There you go. Yeah, oh, it's always weird watching. It is phone. different, isn't it? Yeah, it's really weird because, um, and I know we'll talk about this next Monday, but it's just not the same. Right. But it's really, it's kind of neat because it's totally different, right? Because when you're watching it. What you see is what you see. Right. So you're not seeing the entire picture of the room. And I think that's kind of cool, actually. Because yeah. if yep. you've never been to RCC and you're listening to this podcast and you watch um, the service online, totally different totally than different. what it is. Yeah. What it, it, it just, it's just totally different. Yep. I can't explain it. I agree. It's really good, though. I agree. So – I hear you've got some good stuff going on in your life. Yeah, we had a busy weekend, crazy busy weekend, but it was a good weekend. Mom and dad were in again? Mom and dad were in. They got in Thursday night late, about, um, I was pushing 11 o'clock. And, um, my sister and brother-in-law and their three boys came up as well Thursday night. She did night. awesome with you yesterday. It was great to have her. We have not I had a couple together. people tell me yesterday, they were like, oh, we really know who the real singer of that family uh-huh. is now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we haven't sang together in, in forever, and so that was that was a blessing to be able to do that. But they came up mainly to watch um, Jordan um, with her Vex Robotics competition. They had states this past Saturday, okay, and um, and so that was a a great weekend. North Union ended up having five teams between the the Vex IQ Challenge, which is um, middle school, the lower level middle school and elementary school. Okay, um, they had five teams qualify for Worlds. Okay. Which is going to be the first part of May in Dallas, Texas. How about that? Dallas. Dallas. And so, um, Jordan's team qualified. They won the Innovate Award, which is kind of neat, you know, as, as a dad, um, they didn't do as well with the, their scoring with the actual mm-hmm. robot stuff, mm-hmm. but that means they did a great job with their interview process mm-hmm. and explaining and answering questions. And, and that aspect of, of the robotics, um, stuff is mm-hmm. really preparing them for so many more things down the line. Really? I think so. Okay. You know, it just, you know, it just kind of is, is setting them up for, you know, interviews in the future and things like that. It's just that's kind good. of preparing them. Yeah, that's for, really good. You know, some good life skills there. So, um, but congratulations to Jordan and oh, her yeah. team. The hundred, 101 Dalmatians is their team name. Really? So I think I'm going to have to make them a team logo now and get some stickers made for their robot and stuff. So they're so but you don't have time this week to do that. Not so, this week. Okay, no, just, it's yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, but team uh, their team names are two eight one zero one 
and then they've got like A through F. So two eight one oh one A, B, C. Okay. And then the middle school teams are two eight one oh one. Okay. Or sorry, two eight one oh two. And so so their Jordan and them's team is two eight one oh one D. And so they said, Hey, we're one oh one D. Let's call ourselves the hundred and one Dalmatians. Oh, there you go. So they they've nicknamed their robot Spot. And it's it's pretty it's pretty cute. Yeah. Well, there you, know. you go. That's but go. they they were super excited. It was it was a great day. And then um, capped off Saturday with a big. I'm I'm wearing my my North Carolina Tar Heel shirt right now. Mm. We sent Coach K out um, in style. His very last game coaching at Cameron Indoor Stadium at Duke and sent him out with a loss. So that was a good night. That was a, <laughs> that was good a good night. <laughs> How long has he been there? Oh, 42 years, I think. He was hired in 1980. Was he really? Yeah. That 1980. Seem, that doesn't seem like, I mean, I, it's just weird how time flies. It time flies. Yeah. Like that was like five years before you were born. Five years before I was born. And I was just, you know, a little kind of feel bad for him because he got hired and then shortly after Michael Jordan came in and just demolished everything. Yeah. Well. Got to be Michael Jordan. I mean, right? Yeah, that's right. I totally forgot Michael Jordan. He actually recruited Michael Jordan. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Totally forgot that he played for them until um, somebody mentioned that to me yesterday. Really? Uh, totally forgot that he was at North Carolina. How can you forget that? Uh, you know, honestly, other than, uh, you know, you're in the Tar Hills. I'm I'm actually where God wants everybody mm-hmm. to be, down in this, the great state of Kentucky where that beautiful blue waves. And yeah. So, you know. If we could get you a coach, man. Well, I'll have to admit, I'm not, <laughs> he's not my favorite coach in the world. Yeah, and, for sure. um, I, I just, um, I, I, I'm always, every year, I'm always thinking, okay, this is the year we're going to go down. This is the year he's going to get us penalized or, right? or whatever. But right. he's been there now, what, about 10 years mm-hmm. or so? And so we're down the road enough where I don't think that so much anymore. But I'll, I'll be honest, the first two or three or four years he was there, I'm always thinking, okay, the shoe's going to drop. Yep. He did something illegal yep. or something like that. But um, he's really not my favorite um, my favorite coach. And I know we've talked about this. My my favorite Kentucky coach. Let's bring him um, back. Other is Tubby Smith. Tubby Smith. I love Tubby Smith. Bring him back. A lot of people, uh, I don't understand. A lot of my friends in Kentucky did not like Tubby, but uh, because they were so enamored in love with Rick Pitino, and I never was a Rick Pitino fan. Um, I thought Rick Pitino and kind of like Coach. Now my his his name. What is his name? My my, uh, Calipari. Yeah, Calipari. Um, Pitino and Calipari are kind of like the same kind of guy. I hate to say this, they're a little bit slimy. They look, mm-hmm. you know, they got mm-hmm. that. You never not quite know what's going on. And Patino's that guy, and so is Calipari, but Tubby's not. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I think about Coach Krzyzewski, too. He's got a, always has that look about him. Like, yeah. dude's never happened. My kids, my daughter asked. She's a big Tar Heel fan. She loves Armando Baycott. And, um, but she asked the other night, she said, does he ever smile? <laughs> like, well, I've seen it maybe twice, babe. <laughs> right. So oh, anyway, goodness. so yeah, so it was a good weekend, like you said. Uh, my parents and my sister and brother-in-law and their boys were in, and it's awesome. You know, they got to be here yesterday and had a good and, crowd yesterday again. Had a great crowd, right up near three hundred. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And, yep. Uh, um, we've been hitting that mark uh, right there. Yeah, we were well over it a couple weeks ago, and then we're yeah. pushing it yesterday. Pushing it yesterday, week before that, um, a couple weeks ago, we were right over near that again. Yep. And some newer faces again. Mm-hmm. And so that was that was good. Mm-hmm. It's great to see that. And it is a lot and, of uh, lot of little lot of little people. Saw them running through the building. I know, and, right? And uh, your father in law was back in town after yeah. he was all looking tanned and bronzed yeah. and being down in Florida. Yeah, he's been fishing. It was good to see him, though. Yeah, it was good to see him. I'm jealous of him, though. I know you are. Very jealous. I know you are, yeah. Well, I told him. I'm sure you did. I, I'm sure you, know, you did. I, I looked and said, you're my hero. Right? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yep. No, it was good. What about you? Did you have a good week? Uh, yeah, it was a really good week. Um, you know, um, just kind of doing, you know, the normal things, nothing out of, uh, bounds or anything. Um, uh, my grandson. Well, that's I think, good. You keep it in bounds. I please. keep it in bounds, you right. know. I'm like, you know, I'm like Kentucky. It's right in there. Exactly. <laughs> but my grandson got sick last week and, yeah. um, you know, had some, we found out that he had asthma. And so that was a little, that was like last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's got that under control. That's and, good. um, 
we have been, um, he's been into, my grandson is Davis, he's six years old, and he's been into those remote control cars, um, called the Traxxas. I don't know if you've seen those. No. You can pull those up, but the people that show these on YouTube and anybody that's, um, listening to this, you just go to RC Traxxas. And they have like a Ford Explorer, they've got a Chevy Suburban, they've got all these cars where you can take the body off and replace it with another body so that they're kind of inter- interchangeable. Okay. But some of the ways that they film these, you swear they look like real cars yeah. and real like, like a Tahoe or a, um, you know, Suburban Bronco. They have the and, Jeep Gladiator, uh, um, the Jeep truck. They do have a Jeep. Yeah. They do have a Jeep. So he's into that. And so Dustin and him have been, they don't have the tracks as they got the one prior to the tracks. Right. But, uh, he had sent me a video of it and that thing can climb. So they just, you know, they're yeah. climbers, they're crawlers. And, uh, so it's really cool. So they've been watching these competitions. So Davis wants to get into these competitions and he's very good at the yeah. remote control. I'm like six years old and really good at that. If he's good, what he needs to get into then is the, the drone competitions. Drone. Have you seen those? I've not. Those are crazy. Like they, they've got drones that it's almost like a virtual reality, reality deal. Like they've got the, the oh, goggles. Is that what those are? Yeah. And oh, so they, okay. they, they can fly and they can, they've got cameras on them so they can see what they're doing, but those things will fly and they've got these indoor courses and stuff. And all you do is wear those glasses. Yeah, and then you control have you done the drone. It? No. Cause I've seen people on t- like YouTube that funniest home videos or something and they're doing them. People are falling over and have you yeah. seen those? Yeah. Like I, yeah, I, I wondered what that was. Yeah. Well, they've got so many those, um, the Matlacks have those. We should go over and play. They've that got those, trip. that, that virtual reality game now that they maybe got after out. a trip to Texas day, Brazil, just cap it Let's off. Let's go that. cap it off. Oh. I can't move when I leave Texas Day Brazil. I, I, can't I eat either. too much steak and yeah, me too. You know the bacon wrapped chicken and <laughs> bacon wrapped fillet. And right. <laughs> great. Now I'm hungry. It's exactly ten fifty. Exactly. But hey, it was a good week. Um, glad, congratulations to your daughter and glad your family was in and um, looking. Uh, always look forward to seeing your mom and dad when they're in and they've been in yeah. quite a bit. Which they is have nice, been. So. Yeah, I think they're planning on. It's coming like they're attenders, not really, but they are. Yeah, somewhat. it's like um, you've come enough. You could probably put your memory membership in or at least start tithing i don't right. care either exactly one, so <laughs> yeah yeah no i think they're planning on coming back easter that's what he, that's what they said so yeah. that'll be that'll be really good um but yeah it was a good day yesterday uh, i thought the worship was good you and your mm-hmm. sister did an, an, an amazing job but the people both services were very engaged and yeah. sang well mm-hmm. we we were really top heavy in the first service i thought we had yeah. a lot of people in that not yeah. so much in the second service did but it was not- still full still full but did you notice in the second service how like if you're looking out from the stage, the left side was very loaded, but on the right side it wasn't so much. So I felt like we were leaning yesterday. Yeah. yeah, I thought we were going to tip over. It seems like it's always that way. Like there's always a hole somewhere. There was a there was a big hole. In yeah, like about four rows yep. back, through about four, five, and six, and then boom, then and then they were there. Yeah, they were again. They were there. So people just they get intimidated about they they like to sit back farther. This is true. Yeah, I don't like sitting back there. I don't either. If, I don't know how anybody sits in those two coves back there. I, I really don't. I've sat back there before. I absolutely hate it. I hate it back there. My freshman year of college, I sat in the very back row in the balcony. And after that, I started sitting as f- close to the front as I could on the floor level just because there, when you sit in the back, there's so many distractions you right. know, that it's like, oh, that person's playing on their phone. Oh, that those people are talking. Oh, that right. person's doing that. It's like, oh, what's that person doing? And so, um, so that's why I like to sit as close to the front as I can. That way, there's no distractions between me and whoever's speaking. Yeah, and I like to set up closer to the front too. Yeah. Um, it it does it. I, I what's the term? Um, you may have already said it. Um, you're more engaged yeah. in, in what's going mm-hmm. on, and that's that's what you need to do. Yes, because I'm I get too distracted. Yes, because the people Me getting too. up and you're like, what are they doing? What are they doing? What what are they talking about? Right. You know? Somebody's on their phone. It's so distracting yeah. back there. I don't have people sit back. There. Yeah, I'm like a dog. It's like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Exactly. Or a squirrel. Squirrel. Speaking of squirrels, I hit one this morning on the way on Whitestone. I hated that. I'm sorry. We need so, to go have a service. Well, it's in the back of my truck. We want to clean it and cook it up later. <laughs> All right, Granny. <laughs> so I did, I did announce yesterday that um, before I uh, really got into the message that um, you know we said goodbye to Kim Levitt um, the Sunday before, and yep. um, that was a, a good send off. A lot of people talking to her and gave her and Ivan a gift to Amish country. 
And, um, and so, um, Kim steps down and we have filled, uh, those positions. Um, Sarah Smith is going to be doing the, nursery and preschool she'll be that leader and so they they started last tuesday yep and um they were i guess large and in charge yesterday yeah. so it went well and then my wife anita brads is the interim elementary uh leader and they're working with uh, sue ellen ackerman mm-hmm. so the three of those ladies are going to be working together in conjunction with children's ministry and sue ellen continues to work also with the um women's ministry but um i think it's going to be a good fit and um you know they're they're excited and i'm excited because um i know a lot of good ideas there and so there we go there we go he's pouring his folgers that is n- anything but folgers bro your Maxwell House. Try again. I do. I don't mind Maxwell House. Come your, on, you your know Kroger what it is. blend. Yeah, it's, it, it is Kroger blend. You got me. <laughs> it is Black Rifle, aka Espresso. There you go. And it was so good that I did not change my monthly subscription this month. That's I'm getting two more bags of that. Oh, good for you. Um, I was actually going to bring in a bag of that Hemisphere for you to pour, oh, yeah. do the pour over, but I totally forgot it. Uh, That's okay today. because back there a few weeks ago when we had the potential ice coming in. And and we did get a lot of ice. I took my pour over home in case I lost power. Oh, because I was like, uh, I can heat water up on my wood stove and make That's my true. coffee. Like, I don't care if I eat, but I gotta have my coffee. I may not eat. I may not, uh, you know, have anything else, but I'm gonna have my coffee. I'm gonna be warm because of the wood stove, and I can have my cup of coffee. Well, I'd like to see you and Kennedy both on a cup of coffee, four or five cups of coffee. Kennedy? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I don't know about that. <laughs> Girl, crazy. Yes, you are. Oh, Kennedy, yeah. Kennedy, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, but anyway, so congratulations to Sarah Smith and Anita. Yes. Thank you guys for, uh, for, uh, stepping up to the, to the plate on that. And so we, we're getting distracted very easily. Yeah, you're playing with your computer today. So anyway, Sunday was a good day. It was a good day. Let's get back <laughs> let's, on topic. Let's jump right? in there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. So we talked about, um, the, basically the whole theme for Sunday was never bow. Mm-hmm. And I, and I really believe that this is a big thing for us today because you're talking about not getting distracted this Sunday, but yep. we've been distracted in this room. And, um, but I, I think you, that's a good way to end that coming off of never bowing because, uh, you can't get distracted or you will bow. Exactly. And so I think that's a, that's a, that's a very good, um, that's a very good thing. So I, um, you know, I was taught, I, I started off with Isaiah, you know, talking about the people of God coming under persecution and I won't read all those scriptures, but, but he's basically talking about they're coming under persecution because they've dealt casually with the truth of God. It's kind of like, I think the church of America today, we're just kind of like ho-hum about what God tells us to do or how God tells us to live. So they literally came under some persecution mm-hmm. because of that. And, uh, gotta be really honest. I, I think that the church of Jesus Christ, Today is coming under persecution because we've done the same thing. Agreed. We've not done what we are supposed to do. And I know some people are like, well, I've done it. Granted. But right. there's a judgment but, that comes upon correct. all of us to change the entire scope of yeah. what God wants um, to happen. So, um, but I, um, you know, we talked about people um, in Isaiah where he talks about, you know, in transgressions and lyings against the Lord, they depart from God. Mm-hmm. And so basically I was talking about everybody lies today. Right. It is it is uncanny how everybody lies. I mean, you can't turn on the television. You can't believe a news report. You can't believe a Twitter uh, post. You, everybody right. lies. Right. And I think I, I mentioned yesterday and I go a couple of people chuckled where it was like when the White House tells us that this is the best economy ever. But I said gas is four dollars a gallon. Mm-hmm. I mean. We know what's lying. We right. know that those those people are lying. They're just out out right. lying, and they're not even trying to hide it. Exactly. So, um, but the, there was one verse in Isaiah that um, I'll read that I I thought was really good, and it's Isaiah fifty nine verse fourteen. It says, "Justice is turned back, and righteousness stands afar off, for truth has fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter." Mm. That's a that's an amazing verse, actually. Yes, it is. Truth has fallen in the street, and so. Um, I think the standard of truth of God's word is definitely fallen in the street. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to hear that today. Right. And um but the only standard that we have is the word of God. Exactly. So if you don't have that standard of truth in your life, what do you have? What are yeah. you basing your truth on? Right. So I mean well, you, and go ahead. Not only that, but I think there are a lot of people who may try to take pieces and portions of that truth and 
and use it, but kind of throw out some of the other. You know, we can't pick and choose. You no. know, if you believe God's word to be God's word, it's all, it's all good. Yeah, and it's exactly. all holy, and it's all used for you know building us up, encouraging us, and it's all true. Like we can't say, well, yeah, but this is just a different time. No, there's been sin in the world since the beginning of time. We can't change the Bible to make it fit our culture. Exactly, and and I and I think that we think we're smarter than we are. I don't. I do. Well, no, I mean, I'm saying I don't think I'm smarter than I. I think am. the world I, in general thinks smart. they're smarter. Yes. Than, everybody thinks they know yep. know it all. They're enlightened. They're spiritual. Yep. They're this. They're that. Right. And I think they're fools. Yes. I, I think. I think they. I, I think. Since we're, I'm not preaching, so I don't. I don't have to watch my p's and q's too much. I think they're idiots. Yep. I do. I think they just, they look like the most foolish people on the face of the planet. I read a scripture yesterday, uh, Mm -hmm. Romans 1, 21 and 2. They knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. And they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. (laughs) Claiming to be wise, instead they became utter fools. I read that as they became idiots. Yeah. They truly are. Um, you used a term this morning, Brandon and I were talking this morning for a little bit before we started the podcast. We probably should have waited and talked about that on the podcast, but yeah. you used the term this morning, which the term I think goes into that right. really good is the, the deconstruction. deconstruction yeah. And um, talk about that a little bit. Deconstruction. Yeah, so there's the big and, – and it's not anything super new. It's actually been going on for – a, a little while. longer than we, yeah. you know, than we've been made aware or not made aware, but now it's it's beginning to be talked about in different circles, right. and and some Christians are kind of blowing it off like it's nothing big. Others are kind of taking a stand, saying, "Hey, this is something we need to get control of right. because it's damaging to to God. It's right. damaging to our witness." Right. Um, and so, you know, th- that idea of deconstruction, Christians deconstructing is exactly what it sounds like. If you deconstruct, I, I go in and I build a Lego house and we then deconstruct it, what do you do? You take it apart yeah, piece by piece. And so these Christians are deconstructing, and there are some bigger name Christians who have deconstructed, and if they're not atheists, they're, um, they're pretty daggone close. They believe in God, but yet they don't really hold to the Bible. They say, well, I believe there's a God, but, you know, I don't, you know, I don't follow the Bible. I don't believe that that's, you know, what I need to, you know, live my life by. So my thought is then you don't believe in God. Exactly. For sure. Right? For sure. Okay. And and so, you know, there are a lot of, um, you know, a lot of situations like that where they've almost, you know, if they haven't become atheists, they're definitely not Christians with the foundation of, of Scripture. Um, Kevin Marks or Kevin Max is one of those. He was in the band DC Talk. Um, he recently came out that he has deconstructed. And um, and I, I've read some— I've decomposed before. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, I've read some quotes from him, and, and like I said, if he is not an atheist, right. he is, is pretty— pretty daggone close. Um, Joshua Harris, who wrote the book, we were talking about him, Mm -hmm. um, Kiss Dating Goodbye. Right. Um, Within the past couple of years, he has deconstructed, and and I think, don't quote me, I think he may be saying that he's an atheist. He doesn't believe in God. Actually, I think you're 100% correct. I actually think I have, I actually think he's actually said that. I think he has, but But he's not, uh, what's not, um, if it's not atheist, um, Agnostic. Agnostic. Yeah. Agnostic. Yeah. I think that's, that's it. And, and so, you know, the big thing. So here's thing, my question on that. Yeah. Did he actually ever know God? That's a good question. I, I, I'm stumped on this. Right. I, I'm, I mean, I'm literally, I'm 56 years old. Do you, do you know God? Did he ever really know God? If God actually transformed his heart and life and he has the power of the Holy Spirit, did how how can you become an agnostic? Right. So were you doing it because you had a feeling? Were you doing it because it was the right thing to do? Or did you actually ever know God? That's my question. For sure. And so I don't even think if he was on the podcast right now, which if he wanted to be on the podcast, I'd let him be on the podcast. For sure. But I don't even know if he could tell us what that answer is because right. I'm not even sure that he knows because he is so – well, basically he's what we're talking about yeah. here um, in Romans one twenty two, I mean, he, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship Him as God or give Him thanks. Right. 
He right. doesn't know God. And so what they what they essentially are doing is they're creating their own God. And you see that throughout the Bible of people creating their exactly. own gods. And so, you know, I've heard some Christians saying, well, well, deconstruction's really not that bad. It's good to kind of, you know, kind of break down what you've been taught and make sure that it's right. Well, that's not deconstruction. That's you mentioned the word yesterday, sanctification. Right. It's good for us every single day to be working towards sanctification. That is the act exactly. of, of becoming holy. You know, exactly. and and being sanctified through Jesus Christ, and and if you want to listen to someone talk about sanctification, listen to John Piper, as long as you can then have somebody decipher that for you. Well, yeah, you're going to need to listen, take a rest, right? Have, have a coffee, and then go back and keep listen. Doing that. Yeah, yeah, just keep right, doing that. Right. Um, but no, it's the the idea of sanctification is that idea of yeah. Have we heard things? Have we been taught things over our life that don't align with the truth of God's word? One hundred percent, absolutely. I've heard. Ministers say things that it's like, and that's where discernment comes in. That's where being in our Bible every single day comes in. Right. So that we are, so that our antennas go, bing, 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 bing. Hold on. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound right. That, right. that doesn't align with God's word. And so therefore that's, you know, that's out here. That's, that is not holy. That is right. not, um, what God's word tells right. me is right. true. And so there's a difference between sanctification that act of of becoming holy and you know obviously we're not going to be holy holy until we are not in this right. life and we're on to the next yeah. but we are still you know god's word says be holy as i am holy and so we we still can strive for that um there's a difference between that and this idea of deconstruction and there's some christians <laughs> christians air quotes there who are acting like this deconstruction? He I did the air quotes. I did. That, yeah. um, they're acting like it's no big deal. Um, Elisa Childers, who was in the band Zoe Girl, talks about her experience with deconstruction, where she was attending a church, and the minister was essentially working to get their entire congregation deconstructed. Now he de- never came out and used that word, never used the term, but essentially he was trying to get them to strip down their faith, and some of them became atheists. Um, and you can hear her talk about that experience. And she said, she said he was very good at it. Um, and her eyes were kind of open one day and she was like, whoa, this isn't right. Sound like he needed a boot on his hindquarters. It, well, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or a black eye or bloody nose or something. something. Like that, but yeah. anyways, um, and so, you know, you've got, got these, these Christians that are acting like it's no big deal, but here's the truth. It is a big deal and very much because so. the, what's taking place is we're trying to be like, okay, well, let's, you know, let's take a little bit of God and a little bit of the world. And, you know, this is good and, and, and this is good. And so that's what is true. Well, that's not truth. You know, you no. can't take any of the world and say that it, you know, no. that it's truth. God's word is true. That's our foundation. You talked right. about that yesterday. And, and so if we, if we do that, then we, we, we're making up our own gods, just mm-hmm. like that, that scripture was talking about in Romans. Exactly. And, um, and, that, and then you're treading on very thin ice. It is. And, um, you know, and that's, that's the enlightenment. That's the, that's that I know more than God does. Right. I, I can take this and I can take that. Let's deconstruct this. You know what? There's no deconstruction. It is either you believe it or you don't. Right. And there's some things I don't even understand in the Bible, but I choose to believe mm-hmm. it because I believe in God. Yeah. And I believe that he's the creator and I believe that he's in control. So yeah. there's things I don't understand. So I've just chosen to believe it and I don't even have anything to base that on. It's just it, literally that's a blind faith. Right. I I trust in God. So that's where you're at. And so people aren't like that. Pe- yeah. People, the progression of this has been, we have had um, literally moms and dads and grandma and grandpas, and now it's into their children over a long period of time. This has been going on for decades. Mm-hmm. This whole, this is a whole satanic. It is. It is. Uh, demonic force that's been at work in this country and in this world for the last 45, 50 years. So you've got an entire generation who are, are thinking like this. So it's very difficult to get somebody to think differently. Right. So, you know, when you throw something out like scripture Mm -hmm. and you start dancing on that scripture that takes you away from what you think is right, 
Well, that's why people flare up and they get mad at me and they're like, you're political. Right. You're this. You're that. No, I'm not. I'm talking about God and his word. You're the one that made it right. that way because you've been brainwashed by a society and you've allowed yourself to be brainwashed. A society that is walking 180 degrees away God. from God and God's word. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I have a hard enough time, you know, i, I got to watch myself from not getting brainwashed by the same foolishness that right. takes place in this world. So we're talking about God's word being... Being true mm-hmm. and setting the standards. So uh, I read another verse from you know Romans one yep. twenty four through twenty seven. So, so God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. And this is crazy if you think about this. Mm-hmm. It's like God's like you want to do it. Go, go ahead, go for it. Yeah. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's body. They traded the truth about God for a lie. Do you see that? I see that even in the church. Oh, absolutely. So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. Mm -hmm. And that's why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relationships with women, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful and things with other men, and as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty that they deserved. And so God, when I read God's word and I look at the world and I see a verse like this, it's, this is not political. This is so spiritual. Right. I mean, right. I see that happening. Right. God has handed these people and handed you over to your sinful lust and desires when you've said, I'm not doing this. Yeah. So God's like, oh, really? Enjoy. Go. Yeah. And here, here's the deal. Here's the kicker there. Guess what? That's not Old Testament. That you is because that's 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 one of the things that I hear from people about you know when it comes to homosexuality and all that and you know um, Sodom and Gomorrah oh but that was Old Testament okay well exactly let's, let's take Romans one here that's not Old Testament mm-hmm. you know and so we have to to realize that God's word mm-hmm. never changes never it never changes and just because something was said in the Old Testament mm-hmm. and that maybe wasn't said in the New Testament it doesn't mean that it you know it's mm-hmm. not applicable. Jesus said, he said, I didn't come to abolish the law. I came to fulfill it. Exactly. 100%. You know? I mean, he's like the extension of mm-hmm. here's this, but here's the grace part of it. Yeah. Here's the, here's how God loves you through this. This, this still, this yeah. still, this still applies. Yes. And so but, here's, I've been thinking about this a lot. Here's where we're at. And I know this is kind of rabbit trailing a little bit, but it's not. It's kind of where we're, where we're at. So are you deconstructing? <laughs> no, okay. just our podcast. <laughs> So I, I saw a, a clip from a lady who's a high-profile Christian, and, and I'm just not even going to give credit to this person because I'm not a big fan. Um, but they said, you know, they made the comment, God loves you unconditionally. And and I heard someone talking about that and said, actually, that's that's not true. There is a condition. You know, God is love. We know that. If God didn't love us, um, I love that Crowder song that's out right now. God really loves us. It's a great song with Crowder and Dante Bow. Sorry. Anyways, rabbit trail back. I can't, yeah. Um, God is love, you know, and that's the big thing that's being thrown around right now. You know, God wants me to be happy. You know, God, you know, God's going to love me no matter what. Well, there is a condition, right? You know, follow my commands, right? Do what I've told you to do, right? There is a condition. Right. You know, is God going to love me if I slip up and I sin and then I acknowledge that sin and right. and I, you know, say, hey, you know what? That's wrong. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. God's going to forgive me because of the saving blood of Jesus right. Christ. But to say that oh, I can live my life however I want because God's going to love me unconditionally is simply not true. If God was going to love me unconditionally, then guess what? There's no need for hell. True, and it's like this. Let's just let's just pretend that let's say that Jordan is six, seventeen, eighteen years old. Okay, oh, she's still living at home. She's getting there, and you love her, correct? Correct. You love her. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you wouldn't do for her. Yep. But there's also things that she can and she cannot do for sure. And um, let's pretend that she continues to do something that she's not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Do you love her still? Absolutely. But do you, is there, is there a condition on some points that you're going to come down and mm-hmm. you're going to drop the hammer down yep. on her because why? 
You love because her. I love her. And number two is that you don't want her to continue into into that behavior because if she continues into that behavior, what she's doing at seventeen or eighteen is going to really affect mm-hmm. her when she's twenty seven and twenty eight or thirty seven or thirty and fifties and six. Yep. Where if she doesn't get this under control, number one, she could be she can might end up being a lousy mother. She might end up in the mm-hmm. in the middle of not getting along with her spouse and getting divorced. Amanda. So th- you're setting the course for all this you're you're pinpointing her down a road and so when you're when you look at god and you look at your kids that's kind of how you can almost at some point realize here's what god is trying to do so god has said i love you yeah that is a given yeah i love you i created you i love you so that's not going to be taken away he loves us no doubt about absolutely but here's what happens when you follow what I say, and here's what's going to happen when you don't, when you step out of line. Right Now, it's like if Jordan steps out of line, first time you might be like, hey, babe, mm-hmm. you know you know what you know. You're not supposed yeah. to do this. Can I ask you not to do this again? And, okay, I, I won't do it again, and I'm sorry. Da, da. That was that. It's probably over and over. So that's kind of a gentle reminder. Right. She does it again. Next time you're like, what are you doing? What's going on with you? You told me two weeks ago that you weren't going. So that's another like stern warning. Mm -hmm. And then the next time it happens, maybe a couple days later, you're not going to be as nice about it. Right. There may be raised voices. There might be some, I don't know what's going to happen. Consequences. This time, boom, the level's coming down. So and I see that with God. Yes. I see that with God. Here, here's what's going to happen. It happens with, as a nation. Mm-hmm. It happens with a person. It happens with, it happens. God continues to give you so much grace. Yep. And, um, ultimately, you're, if she doesn't get out of, get her issues under control, you're going to be like, you know, you turn 18 next month, you're going to have to move out. Right. I hate to do that, but you're not going to live here. Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest thing. So here's what I feel like about God. I feel like it grieves his heart a little bit when we don't do that, where you have to suffer the consequence of your actions. Mm-hmm. And so God's, I, I really do feel that God loves me and he's got grace and mercy, but I feel like that his heart, if my heart feels like that as a father, yep. you know his heart feels like that too. But you have to exactly. do that because if you continue, she's never going to change. Right, And so... Within those consequences of her moving out mm-hmm. and get doing what she has to do, now the real learning curve comes in to where she may come back six months later and be like, Dad, I am so sorry. I will never do this again. You were 100% right. I've learned my lesson. And boom. Yep. You're back. Now you can reset the course. For sure. And so I um, might be an oversimplified way of saying that. but well, No, I think that's a great, great analogy because the truth is, is that God is our father. Right. He does love us. Exactly. He wants, you know, I, I really do think that he, he wants us to um, to follow his will. And I think he has great things in store for us. Exactly. You know, my kids do what I say. Guess what? You get rewarded. Exactly. Maybe a bag of popcorn or something, but you get rewarded. Exactly. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, and I agree. There are conditions on that, on certain behaviors. Right. right. Um, you know... <laughs> You may, you may love, uh, you know, you may love that person, but you might not like them. Exactly. Does it make sense? Yeah. And those are legitimate emotions. Yeah. And, um, to where, you know, you absolutely love Jordan, but you may not like her at that moment in time. Right. For sure. And so there's a, there's, there's that disconnect. Yeah. And I think there's that disconnect with our relationship to God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no matter what she might do and what you might do, she knows it. Right. And you know it. Whether she admits it or not. And so when you are a Christian or you're a follower of Jesus Christ or you've done all this stuff, you know it. Yep. You know when yep. you're not right. You know it. Mm-hmm. You you cannot fake yourself. You know it. Yeah. And so exactly. we got to do Yeah, and I think so my big takeaway from all this, whether it's decon- the word deconstruction, whether it's the word you know of God's unconditional love. Right. You know, we as Christians, we have to be careful. We have to be intentional about the words that we're using. Mm-hmm. Um, and what those words are telling the culture. Right. You know, because God, does God love us? Yes. Right. But still, is there a condition to God's love? Exactly. Yes, there is. Exactly. And it's to follow his commands. You know, you mm-hmm. see the, you see the guy who comes to Jesus, you know, what must I do to be saved? You know, keep the right. commandments. I've done that. Okay. Sell everything you have and follow me. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mm-mm. his, his big hold up was his money. It was his right. riches. He couldn't do that. 
You know, he just had that one thing to be able to exactly, you know, to be able to, you know, enter the kingdom of heaven pretty much. Exactly. And Jesus was saying, well, that's your idol. Exactly. Money is your idol. And so we have to be careful about the words that we're using mm-hmm. is my big thing. That's been my, what's been heavy on my heart lately is what, what are we telling the world? Mm-hmm. You know, what are we telling the world? Well, I think when, um, you know, we're talking about, and you talk about deconstruction, you talk about all these things and God's love is that you have to realize that when, no matter what you and I do as a follower of Jesus Christ is we always have to stand on the truth of God. Absolutely. That is the only truth. That's that, the only, that's, yeah. That's, there's no other truth. It's not coming from anywhere else. Yep. And I don't care what you think or how you think. There's no truth coming out other than from God's word. Mm-hmm. That's the only truth you got. So. In Isaiah 59, verse 15, it says, So truth fall or fails, and he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. Basically, you're going to become hunted when right. you go right. against the narrative of the day and the culture, mm-hmm. and you stand on the truth of God. And so I read a quote by Mark Batterson, which I thought was very good, very simple. He says, When a Christian stands on the truth of God, you're going to find yourself being devoured by a culture that thrives on lies and deception because they believe that their lies are truth. Yeah. And they do believe that. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to jump down to a, a passage of scripture um, in Second Corinthians 11, verses three mm-hmm. and four. And and Paul says this, and, and and I think this is good because when we're talking about you know deconstruction, or we're talking about the truth of God in the world and the narrative. This is a good verse. He says, "I fear that somehow your pure and undivided devotion to Christ will be corrupted, just as Eve was deceived by the cunning ways of the serpent. Mm-hmm. You happily put up with what anyone tells you." And he's right. That, that could apply for us right now. Mm-hmm. Even if they preach a different Jesus than the one we preach or a different kind of spirit than the one you received or a different kind of gospel than the one that you believed. And yeah. I'm telling you, there, there's a satanic craftiness that pulls people away from God to where you think you're walking with God. Yes. But you're not. And this is the thing that makes me sick today. I mean, literally, I, I don't get anxiety i don't worry i don't i don't have yeah i'm not afraid of anything right but i'll tell you what if i anything gives me any anxiety is christians who think they're walking with god but they're not yeah. and you know what i can see it exactly and, and i and people are like oh you're judging no i am judging because god i can judge you We're called by the judge. fruit of your life yeah so yeah um i can tell it by what you do what you say how you act things you're involved in yeah um, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it breaks my heart sometimes, and um, well, but, and that's uh, you know that's just a great point too. Of you, know, Satan can be very good at taking some of God's truth and you know throwing in a little bit of his lies to make something appear as it's good, appear mm-hmm. as it's oh yeah, that's godly. But in reality, it's leading you away from God. He did, exactly. you know, he mentioned the same thing with Eve. He did that with Eve. Oh, he knew what he was doing. You know, it's like, oh, well, did God really say that? Did God really say you would die? So she knew she has God. Yeah. She knows what she knows about God. But then all of a sudden Satan puts this other, well, I can have God in this. Uh-huh. So this will, and this is the world. So exactly. when, you, when you mess those two together, they're no longer God. Correct. It is no longer God's word. It is something you have totally fabricated and right. you've made up. Now you've made your own God. Right. Enjoy. Yes. It's not going to get you anywhere. Exactly. Um, but yeah. Yep. And, and then the next verse that you read, bless you. The next Thank verse you. that you read um, is really is really what it all boils down to, right? You know, we 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 stand on nothing um, but the truth of Jesus Christ, and we stand on nothing but Him as our foundation. Exactly. John fourteen six, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. And that's one hundred percent true right yeah. there. One hundred percent. I um I think that we have to really make a conscience decision mm-hmm. to um trust God. Yep. Keep our face on him. It's got to be intentionally that I'm going to follow God no matter what, yeah. no matter what comes from the White House, no matter what comes from the State House, no matter what the narrative of the world is, no matter what the news cycle is. I am going to follow God no matter what. And there's a quote that I read yesterday that I heard um, a couple people after church talking in both services. I love this. I 
<laughs> I kind of want to do a. I kind of want to make a graphic of mm-hmm. this now. Pretty good in it. Yeah, I do. But he's, John Piper. He says, "There's no real security in this world if you harbor in your heart a fake or a homemade Jesus. What I like to call a build a bear Jesus. That's mm-hmm. awesome." He says, "There's only there's only." There's only Jesus that survives. There is only Jesus that survives for eternity. Yep. And that's the Jesus that you're going to need for your seasons of trial. Absolutely. And for your seasons of, of fire. Yep. And there's a lot of build a bear Jesuses today. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of churches built on that. There's a lot of ministries. Yep. There's a lot of people that have built their yeah. own Jesus. And that's what I was going to say of, you know, we need to be careful as Christ followers. You know, you, you talked about just a few minutes ago about, you know, not listening to the narratives, not listening to the things that are going to pull you away from God. There are, are some churches out there that are, are not preaching the full truth of God. And so there are Christians need to be in their word. They need to be able to discern. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't feel like we have a problem with that here. Um, and I, I'm not saying that because you're sitting right in front of me. Right. Um, but there are. Some Christians that just need to be able to to discern, is my minister standing on the firm truth of the Bible? Of exactly. Scripture? Or are they weaving in some of culture? Are they weaving in some of this along mm-hmm. with God's word and, and just kind of throwing those seeds in there and mixing those mm-hmm. two things together? Well, and that's like, you know, I think yesterday I said, you know, I'm concerned that for those Christians maybe in this room or listening on this podcast right now or whatever, that their truth is not all about God yep. and Christ and the Bible and the true image right. of God. Right. That's my concern because I know churches right here in this area, in this state, yep. right around here, who are actually going down the road of like critical race theory. Right. And they're going through all these narratives and everything, and they're trying to combine this godless narrative mm-hmm. into the Bible. You cannot do that. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know where their minds are. Right. Tony Evans. I was going to read it. Go read ahead. it. Go for it. Okay. Love Tony Evans. I love that mustache. Yeah, he, and he's got the soul patch. Yeah, too. he does. Yeah. Do you think he dyes it? I do. You know what else I think he doesn't do? Wear yoga pants. But anyway. Anyways, okay. So Tony Evans said this, which goes right along with what you were saying. God has an image, and you will never be able to alter that image, no matter how hard you try. And I see that happening so often today of people trying to change God. Um, Oh, yeah. He says, you can't change it. Mold it or make it say what it doesn't say. There is one God, period. Boom. Bam. He laid it on the line. I love it. I actually heard him say this quote, you know, where he says, you can't change it, you can't mold it, you can't make it say what it doesn't say. Yep. There's one God. And he was like, period. Yeah. It was awesome. That's great. Um, I, I think the, um, I think that's where people need to come to the conclusion that I'm going to follow God no matter what. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to put my feet on him. And then we told the story yesterday, and I know I've used this probably, oh man, since August of 2020, probably three or four times, but you cannot not include this story. Yeah. It, it just has to be included. About Nebuchadnezzar erecting the gold statue mm-hmm. and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego telling them that they need to worship. They refuse to worship the golden statue and he sets up all these things and, um, you know, and I think that's what happens today. I think that there's golden statues going up everywhere yep. right now to distract, um, us, to distract the world, Christians, and, um, you know, I think it's sad. It is. I think it's sad what people give their worship to. More people give worship to COVID-19 and the narrative of the day than they do to God. And I'm talking Christians. I'm talking the Christians right now. But I love that. I love that, um, you know, if you look at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they didn't bend or bow their knees. And they didn't give in to this. But even though they were not, like, free people, they had they had some influence. Yeah. They had a good income. They... Mm-hmm. They could have said, you know what, I'm going to, we'll do it just to get by. Right. We'll do it to get through the day. We'll just do it one time a day. And God knows my heart. Right. And I'm just going to do it just to survive. I'm going to comply mm-hmm. to survive. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't do it. And so the king uh, called them together in Daniel chapter 3, verses 15 through 18. So I'm going to give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue that I've made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments. But if you refuse, you're going to be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. I love this part where he says, and then what God will be able to rescue you from my power? Right. Imagine the arrogance of this guy. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. We're thrown into the blazing furnace. The God whom we serve is able to save us. He'll rescue us from your power. 
I love this, your majesty. Mm-hmm. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your God and worship the gold statue that you've set up. Boom. Mm-hmm. Again. And I love this part, Daniel 3.19. Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. And I stopped right there yesterday. I'm like, you guys ever seen anybody mad before? You know, the veins are popping out. Their eyes are popping out. That's what he looked like. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. And I love the story where, you know, in the Bible where it tells us that when they were throwing Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the furnace, that even some of the soldiers were killed because this, yeah, it, was it was so hot. It was so hot. But when Nebuchadnezzar looked in and saw there was a fourth person in the fire, mm-hmm. um, and he looked like a god, it said. And it says in Daniel 3.28, Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Can you imagine the switch this guy made yeah. like in, in a very short time? He said he sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted in him. They defied the king's command, and they were willing to die rather than to serve or worship any god except for their own god. Yep. I love that. Yep. I think that's awesome. And so I um, pretty much uh, started wrapping down everything by just saying that we need to put our hope in the living God. Yes. Even if he doesn't deliver me, I'm still not going to bow. Right. It is not going to, it's not going to happen. And so I kind of closed out yesterday talking about the spirit of God living inside of us. And, mm-hmm. and I can't remember if I did it both services or one service, but I know I said it at some point yesterday that do you all believe that you have the spirit of God living inside of you, the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead? You know, people are nodding their heads and, you know, and saying yes. And I think yesterday, you know, I was like, well, then why don't we act like it? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. sometimes we don't act like that. And uh, because if we really believe that, then we should live like we that we believe that. In fact, Romans 8, 11 says, The Spirit of God who raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same by the Spirit living in you. Yep, I love that. Absolutely. So I think the um, taking a stand is very difficult. It is. I mean, I... You know, I know I talk and do all this stuff, but, you know, sometimes in the back of my mind, it's just Mm -hmm. like uh, you get tired. Yeah. But, you know, taking a stand is intentional, taking a stand to go into the persecution, taking a stand to go into the fire. Because if you defy somebody and you defy somebody who goes against God, trust me, you're going to go into some fire. You're going to go into some, you know, some bad times. And even Jesus is like, you know, in this world, you're going to have what? Trouble. Trouble. Yeah. So... He's already overcome the world, so I got to put my hope and my trust in that. Exactly. But. Exactly. And that, you know, just the kind of that main theme there of, of, you know, where's your foundation? What's your foundation built on? And then you, you made the point of, you know, saying, what are you adding to that foundation? Exactly. You know, you read from 1 Corinthians three ten through 13, because of God's grace to me, I have laid the foundation like an expert builder. Now others are building on it, but whoever is building on this foundation must be very careful, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one we already have, Jesus Christ. Exactly. Anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials, gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. But on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done the fire will show if a person's work has any value. Exactly. And I love that imagery, too, of just, you know, being refined by fire. You know, right. I, I love the show. I think we've talked about it before, Forged in Fire, where, right. you know, they take these just start. Some of them start off as some nasty pieces mm-hmm. of metal. Mm-hmm. And they take those and they throw them in the fire and then they they, totally they mold them and they, they you know. And so let's not deconstruct. Let's reconstruct. Oh, that's really good. You know, there's the next uh, sermon series. There we go. You can do it. I'll lead worship. There, I'm down to see that. <laughs> I, I'd pay it's to see that. It's a one week sermon series, right? Exactly. <laughs> but you know, but that's that that idea. Let's be refined by God's fire. Right. Let's be tested by His fire. And does that mean that we're going to get it right all the time? No. No. Man, I've seen them come out of round one with something that looks awful, right? And somehow they make it to round two, and they take that thing and they. They turn it into something mm-hmm. amazing. And so God can do the same thing with us 
if we allow him, but we mm-hmm. have to be, I love Paul's words there. You have to be careful when you're building on this foundation of Jesus right. Christ. Exactly. And you have to make sure that what you're adding to it is in alignment exactly. with that foundation. 100%. And so, you know, just a great reminder. Um, and, and just, you know, that idea mm-hmm. of just, you know, where, where, where's our foundation, you know, mm-hmm. making sure that we're not caving to what's going on around us, exactly. not getting distracted. Exactly. Um, so good stuff. It is good stuff. And, um, and I know sometimes it looks like the world's winning and Satan's winning, but it's not. Yeah. Yep. It's exactly. Not. It really isn't. And I know, you know, we've got to get into the mindset that Jesus Christ is victorious mm-hmm. and we are under him. Yep. He is our king. Yep. And so we have to live our lives like he is a victor. Exactly. You know, bad things are going to happen mm-hmm. in this world. We got to just buck yep. up and do what we're supposed to do. And yep. it is what it is. Yep. You know, somebody's like, oh, I just, I, I've taken so much, so much stuff happens to me every day. Well, you know what? I'm sorry for your luck, but it may be like that till the day you die. Exactly. You may have something complicated five times a day till the day you die. Mm-hmm. Guess what? In this world, you're going to have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the exactly. world. Exactly. You know, you may have to go through trouble once every quarter. You know mm-hmm. what? Good for you. Yeah. That's a blessing. So look at it like that. Consider, I, I hate that verse. Consider it pure exactly. joy, my brothers, when you face oh, troubles and trials man. of any kind. Well, thanks. Thanks, Paul. Well, it's like the last, yeah. uh, it kind of toward the tail end of the message, like the last verse that I read was Matthew 5, 10 mm-hmm. through 12, where Jesus says, you know, where it says, um, God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute mm-hmm. you and lie about you and say all things of evil against you because you're my followers. Now, are you ready for this? Verse 12. Be happy about it. Mm. Be very glad. Mm. That's twice he said that, like back to back. Right. For great, for great, a reward awaits for you in heaven. So yep. the problem is with me, and I think everybody else, is we get so focused on this. Yeah, exactly. This is it. And so if I focus on this, I'm not going to think about heaven. Right. I'm just focused on this. Yeah. So I got to focus on heaven. Exactly. And, you know, and I'll, that helps me maneuver through yep. the crud exactly. here on earth. So. Well, and, and you hit the nail on the head too, as you closed out talking about the, you know, the same spirit, spirit, spirit. I just went country. Yeah, you did. The same spirit you that just went you know, swept Virginia through the tomb and raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. We've got some, we've got something the world doesn't have. Exactly. Um, that God has given us to assist us. Exactly. So, so it's good stuff. And, um, Looking forward to you ending out the series Sunday. Yeah, I'm excited. Are you? I think so. Perfect. I'll be more excited when I when can it's wrap done. a bow on it and it's completely done. Yeah, so. well, that'll, that'll be fun. Yeah. Put that bow down and let's go. That's right. Um, just to remind everybody, this coming weekend. Yes. Time change weekend. Why did I sign up for that? I don't do time change weekends. I, I know, but couldn't we have got somebody else to preach it? Todd, he had a right. re- he had a restful vacation. Right? Exactly. So time change weekend, meaning that your clocks go forward one hour. Also, so, meaning that you lose an hour of sleep. And that's exactly what it means. So, I was in bed um, at nine thirty last night. Actually, you did text me. You said you were heading to bed at like it was like nine forty. Yeah. Yep, you did. Yeah. So yeah, don't forget to set was your it last night. It was the night before last. You texted me two nights ago. Yeah. yeah, we went to bed early then too. Yeah, that was two nights ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So time change weekend this coming. Mm-hmm. Set your clocks up before you go to bed, and then um, just a le- just a little note about uh, Easter weekend. Uh, I know it seems like a far off, but man, we're talking like five or six weeks from now. Yep. And uh, we're going to be meeting on April the fifteenth, Good Friday. Correct. I think so. Six o'clock. For Good Friday service. Yeah. In communion. Yep. So um, that'll be exciting. And then Sunday morning, Easter Sunday morning, April 17th, 9.30 and 10. Invite somebody to come. It's going to be 9 and 10.30. 9 and 10.30. What did I say? 9.30 and 10. Yeah, okay. If it's 9.30 and 10, um, it's going to be a quick service. Okay. I just want to (laughs) say... Kudos to kudos to you. Go for it. I after first service, I I kind of you know I I bowed before you. I did. You did. I was like, I don't know what you're doing. You bro. were almost four minutes under time yesterday. We got out literally three minutes before an hour was up. You know what? Todd Norquist has nothing on me. Right? Nothing. Take that, Todd. Take it. <laughs> oh goodness. So tonight, or not tonight, tomorrow night, um, six o'clock here in the sanctuary, we've got our monthly night of prayer. 
That'll be fun. Should be good. Looking forward to that. Um, the in two Saturdays, the women's cafe chocolate conference is going to be taking place. So if you haven't had a chance to sign up for that, ladies, go to richwood.church forward slash women, find out more information there and sign up there as well. That'll be, uh, that'll be awesome. And, um, what else is going on? That it? Mm. Youth groups back up and running. Youth group. I did. Uh, I didn't hear the how much they had last night, but they've yeah, been I'm having sure. a good crew. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. So yeah, thank you guys for always listening and hanging in there with us. And um, you guys are, um, you know, if you, we really um, appreciate you guys listening to us. And mm-hmm. if you share it, that's awesome. If you like it, that's better. Um, but thank you guys for uh, hanging in there with us. I know uh, we have some regular listeners. Yep. So thank you. Yes. I don't think I've got anything else. He's looking at me like, okay, take it away. I guess I'm a, I'm, you got I guess, it, don't I guess you? I'm gonna land the plane here. Are you gonna land it? You want me to land All right, it? Alright, everybody okay. buckle up. Everybody That's get right. your seats. <laughs> well, hey, we thank you for uh, listening. We do hope you have a great week. Um, um, don't forget to uh, grab your life preserver before you leave your house if you're here in central mm-hmm. Ohio because you may need it. Um, but we hope you have a great week and, uh, stay focused. Don't get distracted. We'll, See you next week for that one. There's a little exactly. segue. So, Craig, you have a good week. And, hey, you too. Uh, you weekend. keep dry. And... Yeah, thanks. I'm going to try. Yeah, I'll see you. Hey, have a good weekend. Bye. Bye.